0: they haven't even been on the beer yet that's not yeah. bad is it oh, oh have. you have we have oh, yeah. paul kiraj has and the wine i yes. was watching and the, the red wine do you think the wife's listening to this paul i hope not okay hopefully not there you go anyway welcome here we are the great dorset steam fair i've been looking forward to this for weeks and you just get that christmas eve feeling when you drive up towards the site and see the big wheel being built up and 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 the site filling up and all day so many exhibits have been arriving i mean we checked on site we got through security Um, uh, uh, setting up the tent was slightly more difficult. Isn't it a nightmare setting up tents and awnings Barnaby? It certainly is yeah
1: especially but now we've got us colour coordinated (laughs) it's a lot better.
0: Well this is it. We do get there and I found having a couple of beers did help that process earlier. So anyway we're we're here at the Marenghi Gathering so uh, just behind the fairground um, overlooking, well what will we call this area Barnaby? This is
1: the main main drag through here and this is sort of the western end I suppose of the site. Um, where it's all um, the steam traction engines and all that, we're in the big main arena um, we have the National Traction Engine Club tent and all things going on down this end.
0: I mean it is an absolute prime spot for Marengi Gathering you, you literally, you're right between the two main side bars. you've got um, as you say, I mean this area you won't be able to move when there's people around it's just going to be fab isn't it but
1: we should have drunk on cider as well as on music
0: <laughs> this is it you can uh, take your pick you see see what whatever makes it sound good to your ears basically um, so we've got here this this is an occasion where we are marking 100 years since the passing of Charles Marenghi and it's it's quite important to do something and it's great that Martin Oliver agreed to it isn't it really
1: yes he did he said no I said a about what we were going to try and do. And he said, yeah, go for it. I would be pleased for you to do it. So we said, well, we can't let it go. He was uh, such a uh, a wonderful man in the uh, organ world, I mean, to produce the organs he did. And uh, we can't let it go. hundred years is a hundred years.
0: So what we're going to do, we're going to have a little meander around the area, uh, show you some of the different instruments that are going to be here, let you hear a few things tonight. I mean, thank you, firstly, Barnaby, for opening up uh, on a Tuesday night, which is a full uh t- 24 well it for 36 hours before the show opens isn't it absolutely
1: you know? yeah it is we we, we, we we had we played last night we must be absolutely wow. mad but uh, there we go well
0: tonight the generator is running it's on my dollar so this is costing me the the, the clock is ticking so we better play some music while we got it all going um first of all oh, this is a treat we're going to play the mechanical music radio jingle (laughs) which was arranged by Hido Van Os for various scales and you can still get a copy from us so we're gonna play the jingle we'll let you hear that from the back of the organs we're in the back of the truck at the minute fire away Barnaby Um. I love it. Is people always stop and listen to the organ when it's that bit of music and they're going, What the hell's that? I've never heard that before. It's a bit peculiar. So that is the mechanical music radio jingle. Now I'm going to run to the front and record this properly, this one, because this is. But it's a good roaring march. That's great, so that's we what we, we, we give we it, give it a go tonight. That's what we want, and we have got some merengue bits to bring you later on. So thank you, Barnaby. Uh, it's light of foot uh, playing here on Mechanical Music Radio. Barnaby's just giving me time to, to run round the front and stick with us. Uh, we've got loads of great fair organs to play you between now and 10 o'clock, and uh, a few best bits from last year's show as well. have here with us a proper bonafide merengue organ, which is owned by Ben Newton, uh, son to Barnaby, to Bo. Ben is 29, this is your 30th Dorset. Yeah, 30th consecutive Dorset. Obviously, I don't
2: remember the first few, uh, (laughs) because who would? Uh, But no, it's been brilliant. We're really loving having this new site, especially with the merengue display and merengue square as we're calling it now it's
0: yeah. been really really good really enjoying it it's great um and it must be nice for you to have your own organ back in dorset because since your dad built the replica of course the he's 48 hasn't been here he's
2: taken over yes no it's lovely to have the uh, the 48 with us this year um obviously we just do a few local jobs with it but it's lovely to have it out in the dorset sun yeah. and uh taking its rightful place with everything else
0: no it is and it's a good spot we're right opposite Art cider bar which is uh well, the legendary place to go for a drink and also breakfast. I need to come up here for breakfast one morning and yeah. listen to the organ. That'd be nice.
2: Bre- breakfast is ideal. You have a nice, uh, nice big fry up in front of you and uh, sounds <laughs> of uh,
0: sounds of a meringue, uh in the background as you as you eat yeah, absolutely this is what it's all about at dorset so this particular organ do we know a lot about its history ben it's very, always very difficult to work things out isn't it
2: well so we we believe that it was built in the very late 1800s um it's had a interesting life insofar as it's been in in a set of chairs yeah um actually, actually we've got video proof of it being wow. in there um and i think it was one of the all the fun of the fairs one of the one of the old uh DVDs. And uh, yes, uh, we've uh, we've had it since 1989, when my, my great uncle purchased it at uh, an auction in Newbury, and uh, we've had it twice restored, both by uh, Andrew Whitehead of uh, Stratford upon Avon, um, most recently in the mid 2000s, where uh, the the mer- the keyframe was repositioned and uh, and um, up engineered. You know, sure.
0: uh, yeah little bit of res- restoration... up up-cycled
2: and I think is the term these days isn't
0: it? <laughs> Shab- have we got a shabby-chic organ Oh here? absolutely yes. Is this what we've got? Yes. And, well, and the thing is as well because I'm looking it's proper old pipework and you listen to it yes. and even though it's a 48 it's quite bizarre to hear that merengue sound coming from such a, a small key size.
2: Oh yes well it's a VB scale the merengue VB, VB scale has that, that added depth to it really which is why it made it such a good fair organ. Um, the, the great thing about this is that um, in the 2000, mid-2000 2000, uh, renovation we did with Andrew, uh, we, we looked in and um, at, some, well, at some point it had been through Chapa's works and uh, there's, there's some amazing pipework in there, for all from different instruments, but it, it blends
0: into a lovely sound and we're really happy with it. It's a really nice old sound. Let's hear it. What, what are you going to play? Have you got anything lined up?
2: Oh, I've, I've got plenty of things lined up, but I'll, I'll do something for the modern ones. Hey,
0: Hang on a minute. We're going modern. Very good. And this is 29-year-old Ben, son to Barnaby, uh, presenting. Oh, that's quite nice. So you say it's modern. It is an old song, but it's a cheerful one, and you enjoy this. It's playing now on Mechanical Music Radio. <laughs> Life in a set of chairs, chair planes, and uh, now with the Newton family with Ben, son to Barnaby. There it is 48 Key Merengue. It's part of the Merengue gathering here at the Great Dorset Steam Fair. And over here on the beer, they're here. It's David Ward! Hello James, how are you? Uh, well, What are you drinking then? Uh, we're on the cider. Uh, where did you buy that? Uh, I didn't buy it. Yeah, I gave it to you, I know, exactly. Oh, and look, Robin's here all the way from Holland, hello! Hello, how are you? Oh, we're good, we're having fun. This is your first Dorset, what do you think of it? Uh, great! Yeah, I mean, what, what's been your favourite bit so far? Everything, a bloudje. Hey, boys, is the correct answer. Give him a beer. Uh, <laughs> you can come and see us here, Mechanical Music Radio's Organ Square, the Salisbury end of the field, for some great music. I'll let you hear a little bit of blouger. Enjoy. We're playing this. Here in Mechanical Music Radio's Organ Square, and just in front of the threshing area, which is putting on a really good display as some vintage steam engines and equipment uh, going away, bailing up, it's just looking great. And uh, here we have something very interesting from Francis Stapleton, who brings something different to Dorset every year. We never know what we're going to get with you, Francis.
3: Well, I've got several different organs, I mean, we've had Astrid. To Harley Crossley, the roofs have been down. We've had a Wilhelm Bruder years ago, and this year it's a Gabruder Bruder. We're a small scale, only 43 kilos, but model 111.
0: It's a real powerful organ, it belts it out, it's on paper rolls, um, and it's, <laughs> it's the early, in the early days, of uh, before MIDI and everything like that, the paper roll has a number of tunes on it, and it'll play for, what, I guess about 20 minutes, and then it'll re-roll and play it again.
3: Yes, yeah, 15 to 20 minutes, and it does re-roll. It was also possible to get duplex ones where it would re-roll and the other rolls started to play.
0: So the idea of this is it would have been used in a fairground ride and it just would have played all day and they'd occasionally change the role when they get bored, I suppose, would yes, they?
3: Yes, very much so. These, or this sort of organ, was often found in cakewalks. I
0: mean, it's very difficult to trace the history of some of this stuff. Have you attempted anything with this particular Cabruda Bruder?
3: I know very little about it. It came back from America a few years ago and uh, was bought by Roger Burville and uh, he uh, eventually decided he needed to help his son get his workshop and uh I bought it from them and there's no way I'd part with it now, it's beautiful.
0: But it is a, it, it, it's just a lovely sound, there's something I really like about this organ, when Roger and David used to bring it to Dorset, it was always one of my favourites and it's got some really lovely old rolls, all of them, you know, there's a few patches of tape and things on to, to keep them going but there's some really nice original factory arrangements.
3: Well this one isn't factory, the one that's on now, a very old book or roll by Gustav Bruder, who ah. is possibly one of the best arrangers ever. Right.
0: So we're gonna have a treat. We'd like to fire I it up, Francis. So. Yeah. No, he's gonna switch it on. We'll enjoy this. Will and Bruder here at the Great Dorset Steam Fair. Uh-huh.
4: Uh-huh.
0: It's a 15-minute roll, so we don't have time to stay for all of it. <laughs> because it, with, it does, but it's just a wonder, It gives you an idea. It's a 43-keyless role-playing bruder bruder presented by Francis Stapleton. You can hear the rumble in the background of site generators, the threshing area, the wood sawing. There's so much to see. And uh, could you, did you hear that? That sort of motorbikes. Well, that's the stunt show in the in the ring next to Organ Square. So this is all the attractions that we're surrounded by. And crawls here all the way from Leiden with a display. Shane Seagrave and Rob Harris have got Dutch Street Organ Carillon, which you can have a go at hand winding. There's some real treats here at the Great Dorset Steam Fair, and I'm sorry if you can't make it, but we're bringing you some little bits and pieces if you stay tuned for Mechanical Music Reports. So the Great Dorset Steam Fair, it's all about the Marengi Gathering, the main event where you can come and see a variety of instruments, including the one and only Grand Organ in the custodian of Peter Phillips. Uh, it's been a busy 12 months for you, Pete. It has, James, yeah. We've, uh, all our work's
5: been about the end cases uh, because we thought it's iconic with this instrument, the brass work. So, yeah, we've been right through them and we're, we're getting there. There's still a bit of work to do. The instrument is still protesting occasionally as these old ladies
0: do but i think generally she's she's on the up slowly so we're well pleased we just had a a news alert flash up on our phone that the met office have issued a heat warning today it's it's um it's blisteringly hot for all the instruments on site but we seem to be coping really well here well at the moment that's (laughs) all i can say it's going to be a long day yeah yeah well i'm sure there's
5: going to be some howling squawking and squeaking but it won't just be this one, I'm sure.
0: No, absolutely. What I, what I couldn't believe as well is I turned the corner up there just by White Scavioli. I started walking down um, past the Masterpiece and, and Amy Sparks Dean and I could hear the A&R at the top of the hill and the brass work. There's definitely a change in all the work that you've achieved in the last 12 months.
5: Yeah, that'll be the trombone chant uh, that, that wasn't really playing properly last year. And as I said, we've overhauled the wind chest and the pipework. There's still a bit more to do, but we feel it's a huge improvement and noticeable in the organ's performance. Yeah, we're well pleased with it.
0: Absolutely. Um, Pete, treat us to a book. Oh, we need to mention about the CDs as well uh, for sale here at Dorset for 10 pounds. These are um, a series of recordings that have been done at Dorset through the years. Yeah, mostly the, con. well, it is actually all taken
5: during the evening concerts. And we thought a lot of the tapes were too good to leave in, in the drawer and we, we wanted to share them with everyone and make it more widely available so please buy them all, all proceeds are in aid of the organ's ongoing maintenance um, and we'd appreciate it very much.
0: That's great and it's a very modest ten pounds and you get a a lovely archive of the organ, uh, the evening concerts at Dorset through the years and what you can do, you can, e- you can give them an email or a Facebook message would be good if you um, send them a Facebook message and it's just £10 plus postage to get a copy of that CD uh, they have got but it is limited edition there was only 100 press so don't hang around send them a message today right Pete what are we going to hear?
5: well we're going to hear a lovely old Kiap arrangement uh, Tigger Boo and Argentina
0: Great, right, I'm going to run round the front, thanks Pete, give me, give me about 30 seconds, it's hot weather so I'm not moving as quick as I should, right we're just going down the steps here, oh dear, round the front, it is so hot today and here we have um, the Gladiator from Dave Goodwin all the way from Cornwall supplying power for the a not just powering the lights but also the organ as well, everything is running, 110 volts and I'm giving a thumbs up to Pete, here we go. The original and the best, and congratulations to Pete Phillips and Matt and all the friends of the Grand Organ for all their work during the last 12 months. Yes, here in Mechanical Music Radio's Organ Square, a variety of instruments. We always look at bringing you continental fair organs, street organs, you know, some of those different types of mechanical music because we're at a quieter end of the field, there's space to sit and relax, get some refreshment, Uh, it's a little bit more laid-back than the hustle and bustle of the fairground with all the the big fairground organs drawing in the crowd so down this end of the field we've even got a dance organ we're thrilled to have Ken Slow back with his 97 key Mortier Ken, uh, well your second time in a row to Dorset but you've been coming for many years. Yes
6: in the past we've come consecutively for gosh 15, 20 years even
0: it's a big commitment, isn't it, to come to Dorset for five days and play the organ and uh, get covered in dust? And yes,
6: my t- <laughs> my take on Dorset Steam Fairs. It's nice to come, and
0: it's also nice to go home again. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> well, so it's fine. It's a nice way of looking at it yeah. because that means that you've got a you've got a good life at home. Yes, so that yeah. you know, it's not bad. It's a good way of living, really. And I do love Dorset to yeah, bits do, every yes, year. Yes. But yes. to get home and have a shower. Yes,
6: there's, uh, yes, yeah, it's yeah, all
0: uh, the little comforts yeah,
6: like that. Yeah, eight days is a long time
0: time yeah yes. no it is when we get sort of come on site set up because you've got a bags of your spot we've all we've all been in since sort of tuesday um yeah. now t- tell us a little bit about this organ i must admit i don't know a lot about it but i did see some old photos of it recently on facebook with a perspex from where did it used to be that was when it was in buck buckling's
6: holiday camp for selling north oh, wales and it wow. was used for dancing they had it in a dance hall and then it got superseded in the 60s by the record player. And for some reason they kept it and put it in a storage more or less so
0: people could still see it. Amazing to think that, that even as late as the 60s was still being used as a dance organ for entertainment at a holiday camp as big as Butlins.
6: Yes, unusually. I've got quite a lot of music in the early 60s right up to 1965 when presumably they stopped using it. So right. I've got quite... To up-to-date
0: music, so to speak. I was going to say, 50s. so they were investing in buying new music for it at the time? No.
6: No, they constantly um, ordered music from Urban Van Vichelin and Albert Decap. Wow! They used those two arrangers and music was coming quite frequently over to uh, Wales from Belgium.
0: And before that, have you managed to trace back
6: some of the history a little bit? None at all. No, no. in 1955, the Dance Organ Front was put on it by the um, Alphonse Burson's uh, Van Vichelin partnership yeah. before that no where it's been since 1928
0: when it was made no
6: no yeah. idea at all
0: it's amazing to think because there were so many of these built obviously I suppose with 97 key is that a pretty common model would you say for no, organs? this actually is an 84 key i oh, sorry yes yeah, it started off as
6: an 84 key multi orchestrion and um, it was myself that put the 97 keyframe on it because there was a lot of compromises right. with the extra percussion, which I wasn't happy with, and I wanted to restore the 84 keynote scale back
0: to how it was. Right. Really interesting. Um, now, we have got a bit of a treat, and I can't wait to hear this. So... Um Usually, Ken goes round with Keith Pinner, who owns a Decap organ called Lucy, and Keith couldn't make it to the Great Dorset Steam Fair with Lucy this year, but Keith has sent us a little present. He has arranged the mechanical music radio jingle, which you hear frequently every hour of the day, and several people have got this in cardboard. but Keith has done his own arrangement. What what he didn't tell me when he surprised me with an email saying, oh, I've done your arrangement, he's done two different versions. Yes, you can take your choice of these two James <laughs> I want to hear them both I mean they're only about sort of 10-15 seconds long I'm sure I'll so that, yeah. look I'm going to I'm going to go outside so we can get a good thank you Keith uh, thank you so much Ken for bringing this okay James it's really good and also thanks to Keith for, for arranging the jingle it's it's. I, I mean I'm very excited to hear this because Hido Van Os has done an arrangement and you know people in America and people who've who've got pianos so we've we've had all sorts of different takes on the mechanical music radio tune and we're about to hear another two thanks to Keith right far away Ken here we go Here comes number two. (laughs) And there's a short version that we can use. Thank you, Keith. I really appreciate the efforts you put into that. That's really, really good. We are back at the Morangi Gathering at the Great Dorset Steam Fair, joined by Nigel Else. Uh, we're currently standing in the back of his 105 key instrument. Nigel, um, how did this all begin? Because this is a very unique instrument, isn't it?
7: Absolutely. It's, um, as far as I know, I, I do know there is a 105 key dance organ in America, but there's no fairground organs survived. And... Um, I, I had the option to buy the remains of two instruments, and they were only the remains of. And I, and I thought I'd get them and use them in a collection I've got at home. And um, decided that, um, you know, that was it. And then I had the chance to uh, to buy the remains of another one that, that, that was being rebuilt. Um, but he was rebuilding it to a different scale. It wasn't the original Merengue scale. So I decided to uh, have a go and try and buy that, and I was successful, I bought it. And then I really didn't intend to do anything with it except just to put it in the collection at home, because I'd read all the literature that was about this model and how they were held in such high esteem by all the old boys that knew them. So I sat and thought about it for about, well, over a year, getting on for two years, Uh, and then it dawned on me that if I was willing to put enough time into it, I could possibly put it back together and make a working instrument out of it, which would give people a chance to hear something that had really been dispatched to history. Um, So that's how it started, and it went on. and I thought when I started, probably going to take four or five years. Well, in reality, that was it was 15. So a lot of heartache, hard work, um, and. A lot of the stuff that was missing had to be remanufactured, yeah. and I was determined that if I was going to do that, I must keep it as the factory made it. And so I went to great lengths to try and do that. And um, uh, it, it was uh, a problem from the information point of view because there wasn't a huge amount of information out there about this model, yeah. only a lot of hearsay that had been. given by different people that that knew them in the working days. And as I got into putting it together and read about what these people have said, I'd often come up against a brick wall because what they'd been talking about wasn't necessarily the truth. And they'd misunderstood it. so it's like reinventing the wheel, you, you go you go in one direction, you, you, it doesn't work, you go back and eventually you find the right direction and that's really how it, how it came about.
0: We were, we were standing listening to it in the cool of the evening last night and I was just, I couldn't believe the amount of pipe work that was that was crammed in. How many registers have we got here?
7: Uh, there's 18 registers 18. in this. Oh, that's not the biggest, I mean some of the Gordan organs are, are bigger still but they're dance organs. Mm. Um, but on the fairground, that, that's probably about the maximum that, that you'd get. And um, that's what gives it its, its ability. You've got to remember, when these things were sold by the factory, they were sold to replace a certain amount of musicians. Yeah. And your 89s and stuff like that, and the smaller stuff, were built uh, really as a military band's organs. A lot of them, anyway. Yeah. Um, the, the, this was built as a uh, to reproduce um, the sound of a symphonic orchestra. Yeah. So the difference is, it's like the difference between a string quartet and a symphonic orchestra. Yeah. They do different things. They can play the same tune. Well, yeah. they can. They do different things, and that's yeah. really what it's about. I
0: mean, what what piece have we got that we could play that would really show off the different styles well, of t-
7: work, exactly? Um, we've got one, which we which we've just had. Ooh. Number sixty-one. This one here. This is typical old fairground. Yep. Tell me tonight. Beautiful. We'll it's put that on, and then after that, I'll I'll give you another one. Yep. Which shows the width of the and the scope of the organ. Yeah. You think there were two different organs? Yeah. One is totally fairground. Yep. The other one's totally dance. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Now that would be super.
0: Thank you, Nigel. Yes, yes. Um, I'm going to go around the front. Nigel's going to switch on the blower and we're going to enjoy this now on Mechanical Music Radio. Five key instrument, 1400 playing pipes, 17 registers. Nigel Else's merengue. Let's hear another one now. He's going to play something from the dance organ repertoire. <laughs> And here, the depth of that registration 17 registers, and every book just giving you something a little bit different. On Nigel Else's merengue, there 105 key, it's part of a merengue gathering here at the Great Dorset Steam Fair. Just around the corner from Organ Square, in his usual spot, you can see Graham Spencer with his two Dutch Street organs here playing. Um, we're taking a break at the minute because it's a blisteringly hot day. Graham, it's too hot, mate. It's far too hot. It's. <laughs> we don't want to moan, but. It is just... I don't want it this hot. No, this is is something else today. But there you go, we're ploughing on. Um, Graham from Raw Music Recording Services, it's a name you would know, because you recorded some very iconic instruments through the years, Graham. I have, yes. Um, uh, Well, we've done Margaret Cook's uh,
8: Ruth. Oh, it's got to be about 15 years ago now. I mean, that's that's getting on. I I think I must have blinked too many times and it's all passed (laughs) me by, but... Uh, yeah, that, um, that one was, was pretty iconic, uh, although it was a
0: nightmare to record. Um, I remember seeing the setup for that because you have mics in the front, mics in the back of the trailer, all round. Well, we also had peacocks to deal with as well.
8: Um, <laughs> uh, well I think one of the things that will stick with me is uh, Kevin Mears and myself and Kevin Byrne throwing Stones at the peacocks to try and get them away because <laughs> they would not leave us alone. As yeah. soon as Margaret played that roof, they all came towards us, right? Because they thought, I don't know, they thought we were food, yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. I don't know, yeah.
0: What do peacocks eat? Uh, uh, I won't answer that. Well, I, oh, wouldn't, I wouldn't answer that. Either. Peas, peas, that's what they eat, ah, right. not, okay. not the other one. Well, I so, I think I'm a pea, yeah, yeah, and yeah. um. Yeah, no, this is it. There's many recordings you've done through the years, but the world is changing and I was really excited to hear that you now manage to press your recordings on vinyl as well as an option. If anyone gets their instrument recorded, you can have that as a vinyl release because it's it's coming back in, isn't it? All the old things are coming back
8: in. It's, uh, you know, I don't know whether, the, whether you'd say the world is changing. I think the world is going back to as it used to be. Yeah, true. Whereas people once upon a time wanted everything uh, digitalized and that. I think people now, even the young people, have realized that um, all of a sudden records sound great, you know? And um, yeah, we, we've, we've got a couple of plants that we've located that will do uh, 150 to 200 pressings. Uh, which, you know, the guys out here who've got the organs, they don't want 2,000 uh, no. copies of their, of their organ. I mean, what are they going to do with that? So, um, yeah, 150
0: to 200 is, is a good, good amount. Definitely. Um, and I think the thing about records, because we've all got at home you know 100 200 records that we've bought through the years and they all still play perfectly we've also all got a drawer of tape cassettes which are knackered and stretched and useless ah now you say
8: about cassettes because cassettes also are coming back so what's this space? they'll be here oh yeah they'll be back they'll be back cassettes will be back
0: yeah. Graham, Graham knows his medium, oh. so there you go, a little yeah. tip-off there, folks. I think, you know, because CDs as well, even, you know, uh, CDs, they get easily scratched. They just, you know, you can make a CD very easily unplayable, can't
8: you? They, they, were, they were never the indestructible item that they said they were going to be. Yeah.
4: Um,
8: and in fact, a, a CD, they reckon the CD's got a life of 99 years, which is utter rubbish. Because a lot of the CDs that I've produced... 10-15 uh, years ago
0: uh, they've lost their backing they, they just they just go, the silver backing comes off no. Well, it's um, it's good to see you here Graham and good to know as well that you're still busy because you're recording Barnaby Newton's Replica Merengue on I think Monday evening when the show is over Yeah, just as everybody's going to start rolling off uh, we'll start rolling on. Yeah, <laughs> it's brilliant but that's the best time to do it after a few days playing to warm it up and it's all settled and And sitting there in position in the cool of the evening, that's going to be a magic recording. So, um, yeah, we we always have our fingers crossed. (laughs) But you find out more about Graham, you have got a website. What's what's the address again? Oh, um, yeah, www.dutchstreetorgan.com. Excellent. Have a look on there. Recordings for sale, all sorts. Graham Spencer here at the Great Dorset Steam Fair, and this is Mechanical Music Radio. Special is on. There are crowds around it just outside here, just next to Barnaby and, and some Ben's 48. Um, I I said to Barnaby, I'd like to go into the marquee with him and do the interview, but he said, I can't, I'm on duty on Royal Star. See, he's even steaming an engine. You're the boss. They say I'm the boss, but I don't know about that. I'm not quite (laughs) sure, really. (laughs) He uh, He gets his hands dirty, the governor does. That's all right. Yeah, literally. Um, So um, uh, tell us a little bit about the marquee, because I had a browse around it. There's some lovely display boards about the history of the merengue firm. And also, there's some... Well, things that I've never seen in there before, like a, a set of bellows that haven't been restored, um, they must have been manufactured by merengues. They
1: were, yes. They were found in a showman's yard in Kent by uh, David Burville. Um, and I rang him and I said, well, we're doing this little display at Dorset. I said, have you ever got anything merengue kicking about in your workshop? And he rang me up and he said, well, I've got a set of old bellows. He said, they're not very good, he said, but you could have them if you'd like. I said, well, yeah, great. <laughs> and he said, they come out of an 89 key organ. I said, well, Anything's better than nothing. Because yeah. We looked at the marquee when it got here and thought, oh, my God, we're never going to fill it up. It's a big space. But it's a big space, but we have, you but know, you have, so yeah. it's,
0: it's done really, very, really pleased with it. So. We've got some merengue books uh, also looking around as well. There's, what's the barrel at the end there? The
1: barrel, as far as I know, it's a Wright Holmes barrel, but it came, well, Jack, it's one of Jack Schofield's uh, treasures, and um, it's, uh, I think it's a 48, 48 key of as I could work out by the number along. And, uh, and he lent it so we could see the barrel, the difference between barrel book music and there's a few MIDI bits in there as well but, uh, so we can say how well, it's moved on.
0: I think that's the thing, it's, it's showing about mechanical music and and just the different aspects of it and that's what it's all about and there's a lot of interest. I think it's wonderful that Martin Oliver's allowed this space this year for this lineup of fairground organs and also to showcase mechanical music. It's what we've got to do, Barnaby. We certainly
1: have. Yeah, you know, I mean, If we don't do it, it's going to die, sadly. I mean, I'm, I'm getting on a little bit, so it's nice for younger people to come and have a look and see how things are going. So, you know, keep it going as long as we can.
0: Just up from Organ Square in the Salisbury end of the showground you can come and see Peter and Rosemary Hood who are here every year and Peter and Rosemary present a really good display with the Roll Cutter Roadshow. Peter, what what sort of things can people do in the gazebo here?
9: Well, we started off many years ago uh, doing parts and plans for people to build their own organs, uh, predominantly paper roll organs, Uh, but we've moved into different areas over the years, uh, now quite heavily into MIDI products. Um, Having recently just bought the uh, J-Omega company out from John Whale, which we're very pleased to have done. Um, And that's all going very well. So we're quite heavily into MIDI stuff now. Um, Keyframe players, scanners, that sort of thing.
0: I mean, this Uh, is is world first. One of the things you developed is a a drop on keyframe player. So this drops on... So if you wanted MIDI on your organ, but you didn't want to make any alterations whatsoever, this is a unit that drops on to the keyframe and it works for keys um, like it's playing book music, so it tricks the organ into (laughs) thinking it's playing a book basically.
9: Exactly, yeah. Similar to describe it really as a push-up on an old uh, piano, yeah. that, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, we build quite a few of those units for museums, etc. So uh, I mean,
0: it's quite incredible because I've seen the insides of one of you. There's a
9: lot packed in there, there the is, springs, the magnets, the yeah. wiring. There is a lot inside them, yeah. They're, they're quite uh, quite complicated things, as you say, very compact, or as compact as we can get them. Yeah. Uh, beauty of them is, of course, uh, the cost of the music.
0: Yeah, well, exactly, uh, and you can have whatever you want, you can yeah. try stuff out, you yeah, know. Yeah,
9: that, that's what it's all about. I mean, for the museums, I mean, they wanted to produce uh, more CDs, yeah, um, and it's far cheaper, obviously, to MIDI music than uh, buying books, so, uh, yeah. So you can
0: see an example of, uh, of a keyframe scanner of... Parts to, to build your own organ. I mean, over here, Pedrosa, which is playing at the minute, this is uh, an organ you built. God, it must have been over ten years ago now.
9: Oh, more than that. Yeah, yeah, that was built uh, approximately 2000, 2001. Yeah, that's right. So, so what
0: started it all out?
9: Uh, well, obviously the hand turn. That's where I started, right. and uh, just progressed from there, and uh, seemed to have got a bit carried away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it does, it does go on and on. But it's great you've got the business from John supplying the whale boards, which. Frankly, if you're going to have a MIDI system, you'll need something like the whale board, something reliable to power it. That's the idea, isn't it?
9: Absolutely. And because uh, John's been doing the board since, I don't know, late 70s, early 80s. Uh, They're well proven, you know, reliable and at a good price. So it seems silly not to... uh to have the opportunity to uh, to purchase a business, yeah.
0: and it's great news now that as well you're shipping to America. So there's all sorts of new open uh, avenues ahead. Um, I think it's really positive stuff. And just if you look around here, we've got uh, examples of carved work. We've got pipe work from from different organs as well on display. We've got percussion instruments to keep the young uns entertained as well. Peter, good good work for you and Rosemary. Well done.
9: Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks for coming down and uh, spending time with us. Yeah.
0: Brilliant. Rollcutter.com is their website and we'll leave you with a little bit of uh, music here from Rosa, which is Peter's self-built organ. 65 key. <laughs> Barnaby Newton's replica Marenghi, but because it's Marenghi gathering this year, we've got a few other special bits, like Barnaby bringing his... uh 48 key and also something brand new and it's for one that everyone's been waiting to see from mark rawlins his replica merengue which took him i believe three years to build mark three and a half years altogether how, how the heck do you do that in three and a half years because i've just of, been a lot of hours and a lot of work <laughs> i was gonna say you must be blooming gang- gangbusters going for it with it i mean if you just close your eyes and I'll let you hear it in a minute I know I'm teasing you a little bit and the thing is it's a bit awkward because there's about 40 people standing out the front waiting to hear it (laughs) so I'm holding you up a little bit here Mark but tell me a little bit about how it all started
10: on the 25th of January 16 we started building it with the two skids at the bottom with the help of Andrew Whitehead who wouldn't leave me alone until I started it (laughs) so he said we need to build another one and we started then and um, we actually finished it three weeks before Bambury Rally, which was the last weekend in June this year.
0: And you must have been working around the clock, because you have that, I guess, Bambury was the deadline, was it? Or it, did it move? We
10: made it the deadline, yes. Right. We had to make a deadline. Yeah, no, no you do. It, it wouldn't go on, it would go on
0: forever. Well, this is it, with all good things, you've just got to do it in the end, and, and, yeah. and you have, this is it. Um. I mean, is this the finished article now? Is this, or is there Still anything else? to be done on the front It's Musically,
10: it's yeah. finished. Yep. yeah um aesthetically it's got to have a bit more work
0: more lights yeah
10: um more artwork and that's about it really
0: yeah 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 but Taylor's got to be painted <laughs> i'm pleased i'm pleased to hear you say that musically it's ready because it, it yeah. absolutely is it yeah. it sounds 100 look everyone's waiting out the front to hear another one you go in the oh, back yeah. mark we're going to hear one i don't is there anything in particular you're thinking you're playing us i don't we're know
10: gonna, no i'm going to stick to some old fairground tunes that's
0: that sounds like a good idea proper old stuff and this is what the Morangi gathering is all about it's about celebrating the heritage for great charles Morangi, 100 years after his passing and the thing is with some of these replicas and original instruments on display at great dorset steam fair you just get a real flavor of what it's all about here it is mark rawlins Ladies and gentlemen, can we have a round of applause for Mark Rawlins and his replica.